Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. A Dear Media original podcast. Today's episode is brought to us by BetterHelp. I am such a fan of therapy. It has been such a value to me and my life. I feel like even just last night, I was thinking about my life and like all the thoughts were swirling around and I was thinking how lucky I am to have help in this way, have someone that I can reach out to once a week and feel really balanced in that way, feel understood and feel like I have someone who has no stake in the game, who really cares and has really good advice. The thing about it is it's not that easy to find a therapist. I know a lot of people who have therapists that they love and then those therapists are like all full. So I think that this idea of finding a therapist can be a conundrum, which is why I really recommend BetterHelp. It is entirely online and it is designed to be convenient and flexible and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. But the best thing about it, and I think this is really important, is that you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. And I think that's really important because it really does have to fit for you. And you might not know that in the first session. And I think that's really cool that they understand that because they really want you to have a great therapist too. Let therapy be our map with betterhelp.com. I highly recommend visiting betterhelp.com slash instincts today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash instincts. Hi, welcome to Good Instincts. I'm Shira Barlow, but you may know me as the food therapist. Join me every Monday through Friday for bite-sized episodes designed to help you close the gap between where you are right now and where you want to go. This should feel good, like really good. And it will, I promise. So today's episode was inspired by a client that I was speaking to last week. And she described something that I think a lot of people can relate to. I certainly can. And it's this interesting thing. So this girl is like in her mid-20s. She is someone who is health conscious, but like really has a healthy relationship with food. And she is someone, she has like some hormonal stuff. She is not someone that can do a ton of starch and grains. It just doesn't make her feel good. It's not like in order to kind of like reach the goals that are important to her, it's not going to like work out so well. She definitely still can have like truly enjoy her 
food in a way that I think is really healthy, but she's just not someone that could like order a giant plate of pasta at a restaurant, for instance. And if she wanted to, and that was worth it to her, she certainly could, but it's just, it doesn't feel good to her. So it's not so worth it to her. And what she described to me was this thing, which is that she has this friend who she went to college with. And now they're like living in New York together and being like young, cute people together. And she just gives her a hard time and makes her feel weird about it. And it ranges from making her feel weird, like she's kind of being like too much or extra, or also in this way of like, come on, I thought we're going to have a fun time. I thought we're going to like eat and indulge together way. And it really got me thinking, and this is a topic we've touched on before, but it's come up in my practice over the years again and again and again. And I really think it's worth discussing because I think it comes back to this place of when we indulge for reasons other than because we really want the thing, it ends up feeling bad. And I think that especially people who end up being kind of people pleasers and who are really worried about what other people think, I've definitely been like that in my lifetime, especially when I was a younger girl. It was really something I worried about. I think that people worry about, you know, it affecting friendships or like not feeling as close, but it's something to keep in mind. It's something to keep in mind of like when we abandon ourselves in those moments in service of those relationships for kind of like a wonky reason, it really doesn't feel good. And I just want to preface this whole conversation though with that sometimes there are people who are doing unhealthy, like restrictive things and friends are genuinely concerned and have real concerns. That's not what I'm talking about. I think that that's lovely. And I think having friends and a support system of people who are like, hey, are you okay? You're good. Like, how are you doing with that? Like is really special and important. This is all like very healthy and within the realms of like being a healthy person. But I do think that in some cases it it does come from a competitive place. And I think even if it's not coming from a competitive place, sometimes it comes from a place of like, say you're kind of on a health journey and say the person that you're eating with kind of isn't, but they wish that they were. Maybe seeing you forging this path might make them feel like, ooh, I am I suck or I'm not doing that or is there something wrong with me? And it might make them defensive or weird. And I've just seen it come up a ton of times. So I'll walk you through like a couple scenarios of recent date that I think, again, a lot of people can relate to. And we can talk about like what the best course of action is in those moments and how to not abandon yourself in those moments. So there is this idea. And by the way, it can happen in in romantic relationships too, of this idea of the celebration. So food in our culture, in all cultures is used as a celebratory thing. And I think that that's really beautiful. And I think that for a lot of people, say you're meeting up with a friend who you have haven't seen in a while. And, you know, they want to kind of go big and say, and I'm just using examples here, say they want like the fries and the dessert and the drinks. And like, you're not really feeling those things that night. Say you want like the greens and the protein of it all. And maybe you want some fries or maybe you want like a couple bites of dessert, but maybe you're not feeling like drinking or maybe you're not feeling like ordering the fries or whatever. What can happen and does happen. And I've really, really seen this a bunch is that someone's like, ew, I thought we were going to have fun tonight. Or like, oh my God, that's not like, if you're not going to split this with me, I'm not going to get it then. And and some people can take offense to that. And there's a ton of kind of like funny memes about it, more switched where like the boyfriend won't order 
the dessert with the girlfriend. And it's kind of like she takes genuine personal offense to this, which I think is funny and obviously just silly. And there are like tons of funny comments like that on TikTok. But it is funny because it is based in a real feeling, which is that sometimes it feels like a personal attack if someone isn't kind of joining you in the indulgent moment. And I want to really like pause and consider that because I think anyone and myself included, I definitely have people pleasing tendencies. So many of us do. And think about what that feels like. So you're out with someone who you really care about, whether that's someone you're dating or someone you're married to, or just like a good friend, or maybe even like a work person. And think about what that might feel like to have someone kind of call you out and potentially kind of say that by not indulging, you're not joining them in closeness in some way. Because that's essentially what it communicates. It communicates that you're kind of blocking a connection. And that's really unfair, even if it's playful or whatever. And, And I think the reality is anytime you're setting a boundary, like there are ways to do it in a way that isn't kind of against the connection. I think doing it in a playful and warm way is really helpful. And I talk about that in my practice all the time. And it's funny because it seems kind of like outside the scope of what I do, but it truly comes up a lot because there's this element of like, you don't want to make someone feel bad and you don't want to take away the closeness or the intimacy of the the meal or the moment. But at the same time, you want to be able to end the meal and feel good about it. And we've talked about this idea a ton, which is that if you want to indulge in something and that feels really worth it to you and that feels good to you, then I'm into that. Like put it on a plate, enjoy it so much. What I'm talking about is this idea of indulging because you're worried about upsetting someone or disappointing someone or kind of making the moment less close. Because in those moments when you indulge in that way, that doesn't feel good. There's also this same thing, and it's come up again so much in my practice of like, other people's families kind of. So I'll give you an example from this same client. She was visiting her boyfriend's family at their country house and they were kind of all eating this one thing that like really, aside from like her not really wanting it, it was like going to really bother her stomach. But she really didn't want to seem like for lack of better words, like that girl. She didn't want to seem like prissy or having special needs or having needs at all. And the thing about it is that there was a totally kind of like sweet and playful and fun and really gracious way to go about it, which is like, this looks gorgeous. I am so impressed by like the spread. It looks amazing. I have been eating this one way. It feels really good for me. And in the past, I kind of have like put all caution to the wind and then felt really bad and I'm feeling really good. So I'm going to do it this way. I feel really good like this, but thank you so much. And this is amazing. Like that sounds so simple, but I think for a lot of people, a lot of people pleasers in particular, doing that is kind of revolutionary. So I really want this episode to be in the spirit of empowering people to kind of play around with those boundaries and play around with like using kind of it. Maybe it's again, like warmth or humor or some kind of way to communicate 
what you are actually going to do in the moment. The thing about it that is so interesting is that people love boundaries. I mean, healthy people love boundaries. And I think it actually, in a weird way, can improve closeness. Then they know a little bit more about you. And I think people who care about you and want you to be happy, then, you know, can kind of find ways to be like, ooh, I remember she loved X, Y, and Z. I'll make sure I'll have it for her. I mean, that's the dream. Or like you bring things yourself. I think that the reality is that this idea of abandoning ourselves comes up a lot and it comes up a lot in wellness. And it's funny because it doesn't seem so specifically nutrition or so specifically wellness, but there have been so many people who have come on this podcast, really amazing experts, and have talked about this idea of ways that you can not abandon yourself and and it's come up in a lot of different ways and I think it's I think it's a really important practice. And then there's also on the flip side I have another client who is admittedly older she is in her early 40s and she was talking to me about being on this text chain cuz we were talking right before she was about to go for dinner and she was telling me that her friends were texting and they were like hey are we going to do like wine and pizza tonight or is it going to be more of this night and the thing that was cool about it it was they were all kind of like you know i think i'm feeling more like greens and protein and not going so all out about it but what she told me later on was that she actually ended up really wanting a glass of wine and the other two girls didn't. And it wound up being really nice because I think that if you are in like these healthy dynamics and you can kind of advocate for yourself and do what feels good for you, it really is good for everyone. Because I think, again, even if someone for whatever reason, say they're on their own journey, feels kind of triggered by you kind of going on this health journey without them in a way. It might feel like abandoning or something in some way that feels bad to them. Seeing you communicate what really works for you and like sitting with that and maybe having that be uncomfortable, like that's actually really good for a relationship. That's really, really good for a healthy relationship. So I hope that this is helpful. It really does come up a ton. And it's just that reminder that like, indulging in something because it's worth it to you and feels really good for you is really cool. Doing it for a reason beyond that because you're trying to impress someone or make someone like you or make someone feel more close to you, it really doesn't end up feeling good. Oh, there's the other example from uh, my client at Thanksgiving. She went to Thanksgiving at her boyfriend's place, actually now her her now husband's place. And everything was like sugared, even like the carrots and all of this stuff. And she ended up doing this whole thing and eating all of this stuff that that wasn't worth it to her because she really wanted the like future mother-in-law to love her. And she wound up feeling so awful after that she like picked this weird fight with her boyfriend. And it made a ton of sense because she just like didn't feel good. And I think in those moments, we think that we're adding to closeness, but I think it actually hinders closeness because then like the people that are around us aren't really like understanding where we are in our mental state in that moment. So I am so curious to know if you have any experience with this. Maybe if you have any experience with like abandoning yourself in these moments, maybe some like people pleaser mentalities or have you set boundaries that have felt really good? I love hearing from you. Come find me in the DMs at Shira underscore RD on Instagram. Tomorrow is a shit I'm loving. I will see you there. Thank you so much for listening to Good Instincts, hosted and written by me, Shira Barlow. You can find me on Instagram at Shira underscore RD. Good Instincts is a Dear Media Daily.
Today's episode is brought to us by BetterHelp. I am such a fan of therapy. It has been such a value to me and my life. I feel like even just last night, I was thinking about my life and like all the thoughts were swirling around and I was thinking how lucky I am to have help in this way, have someone that I can reach out to once a week and feel really balanced in that way, feel understood and feel like I have someone who has no stake in the game, who really cares and has really good advice. The thing about it is it's not that easy to find a therapist. I know a lot of people who have therapists that they love and then those therapists are like all full. So I think that this idea of finding a therapist can be a conundrum, which is why I really recommend BetterHelp. It is entirely online and it is designed to be convenient and flexible and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. But the best thing about it, and I think this is really important, is that you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. And I think that's really important because it really does have to fit for you. And you might not know that in the first session. And I think that's really cool that they understand that because they really want you to have a great therapist too. Let therapy be our map with betterhelp.com. I highly recommend visiting betterhelp.com slash instincts today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash instincts. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.